According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Mike Pierce, what's going down? Episode 128. I love the sound of that song on a Friday night. <laughs> How are you, brother? Do a little riff you made there, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. We just... Uh... Starting off a little later than usual. We just got back from dinner. And uh, we had some sushi tonight, man. Oh, where'd you go? How and um, uh, this is the place right down the street from us called Sunrise. <clears throat> it's not too bad. Nice. But um, but yeah, like Cali dude devoured the sushi. Like we got like a boat and she was just like, can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have this? And she's just like picking, 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 picking. Can I have this? Can I have this? And you're just like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, do it, dude. Do it to it, man. Oh, we have to so. go sometime. My all my kids love sushi. They're the same. Yeah, way. They'll yeah. Just rapidly consume it. I know, but it's but at the same time, it's like so expensive when you have multiple <laughs> people. Like we're gonna have to go to all you can eat. Now. So I know, bro. I got three of them. We go get sushi, <laughs> and it's just like ridiculous. Like you're like blown away what they're putting away. Like grown, yeah. Like grown ass men, even the girls. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they just kept on doing it. Like sashimi just kept on taking pieces and pieces and pieces. And you're just like, man, like, yeah. And then when she, like, after she eats, she's like charged full of energy. Like she's just like acts a fool. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, going around the house. You're just like, dude, we're, we're does she, does she also like, like the sashimi, just like the fish by itself? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yep. heck yeah. Oh heck yeah. We got to go Pierce. Yeah. We'll have to do yeah, that we have to go for lunch though one time. We can't. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I'm just saying me and you, bro. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you saved me today. Dude, I had a super rough Friday getting off work. I'm super <laughs> excited because it's spring break. You know, I've got like a full week and then even that Monday afterward is actually like a teacher planning day. So um, plenty of time to kind of regroup and hit the home stretch for the school year. But uh, I got stuck at school for like two and a half hours after school because <laughs> there's this thing called Active Inspire. So it allows me to like, um, so I can write on my board with like a fake plastic pen. And then it yeah. shows up uh, not only for the on the board in the classroom, but it shows up on the Zoom meeting for the kids, right? So this thing is awesome and i used it last year but i haven't used it since like since COVID hit basically last year yeah and so i was like okay i'm gonna bring this thing back i just have been avoiding having to relearn how to use it got it all set up it was working beautifully and all of a sudden my whole system glitched out and then eventually so i tried to i couldn't restart my computer forever dude like it was literally a dell thing with a spinning thing just going forever and ever and ever and ever so and like yeah. and when i pressed the button to turn it off it wouldn't work I was like panicking, dude. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and so then eventually it shut off, but then every time it sh turned back on, it would just be the Dell, but no turning wheel. Like nothing would happen. So you know the deal. No no need to yep. get into the details. Yep. You saved my ass today. Dude, I, I, had, I had tried contacting the principal, the vice principal, um, our IT person. And you know, it's spring break, bro. Everybody's like, peace. And I was like, this is the worst time this could happen. Uh, and I called you actually to tell you that the podcast probably wasn't going to happen tonight because I, <laughs> I didn't rely on this computer to do it. And so uh, thanks for saving me, bro. I had no idea you had those kind of IT skills. Very, you, Mike. Very you, impressive. Mike. I was blown away. It, you know, that or I'm super old. I think I'm just old, dude. That's what TR, yeah, that's what TRS said. Yeah, Tiara's like, it's probably because Tony's over 40. <laughs> bro. 
if it's, yeah, it's scary because I'm used to, you know, and to be honest, I'm, I've told you this before, I'm kind of like one of the, you know, high level technology people at my school. It's kind of surprising teachers, you know, they all do old school methods. Uh, this year has been good for everybody. Yeah. But, uh, but I was at a loss. I'd never dealt with that before where, you know, I couldn't reset or I couldn't do anything. You said you've had that experience a few times. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've had to do that a couple of times. Um, hi, Joella. Joella says hi just now. What's up, Joe? Happy belated Love birthday, that. Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy birthday from Mike and Tony. <laughs> hey, um, no, no, no. Just kidding. Do, do, we, do I have to sing? No. no, no. <laughs> hilarious. No, now Jared is on, so we can have Jared also sing in with us virtually. <laughs> Let him join in. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, no. It's happened to me a couple of times. Like, going into uh, safe mode and just resetting it. It's always some kind of software that you installed afterwards. It's all jacking everything up. And I was just glad that you didn't have like administrative, like restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. Restrictions where you couldn't do anything. Cause then that's a real <laughs> suck ass. Cause and then you get nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's the situation I thought I was in. Cause you know, what was weird though, is that that software has been on that computer since last year. And, uh -huh. and it always worked, but it did need an update. I did the update. And then after the update, everything worked fine. I was like, oh, cool. Update, working well. We're rolling again. And then everything died. And then I told you, you walked me through fixing the whole thing. I turned, I fired it back up and said, hey, before break, I just want to need to make sure this thing's working so that I can use it when I get back. I started it and the same exact thing happened. But luckily, thanks to you, I knew all the steps. So yeah. I went back through and, and <laughs> totally. You could have been home two hours earlier, Dollar. Do, not even that. Okay, so then I left, right? As soon as I leave, I get on 70, and then I get this pop-up on my Google Google Maps that says uh -huh. there's like a, a, a an accident, and it's like a 38-minute delay. I'm like, oh, oh, God, bro. So it took me about an hour 10 to get home today. After that, I got home around 6, bro. I was like, what the fuck is happening? What, the, what kind of accident was that? Uh, I never even saw it. <laughs> I never even saw it, bro. So like I don't even know what happened, but it said accident on the phone. It said like, uh, yeah, yeah. And usually, you know, you see an accident, it's like eleven minute delay or fifteen yeah. minute delay at the most or something. I was like, and it, dude, and I saw it as I'm getting on to seventy. So I'm just locked in. <laughs> Boom, there I am. Like, are you serious? I could have totally gone a different way. <laughs> Me, my, uh, my gives me a hard time because I still am using the, the Google Maps. I got to stop using it. Yeah, remember that was one of my fun facts too. Is that the more you rely on maps that you already know how to get to, like you yeah. lose like that cognitive function of remembering how to get to places. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, I can see that you use it to see how long probably would take. Well, it's, and that's like I was telling my, it's saved my ass a couple of times. Like I just put it on, I know how I go to work. I have a couple of different routes. If one way is kind of clogged up, I'll go a different way, but I just throw it on just to watch so that when there's like one of those extreme accidents and you have a chance yeah. to go a different way, it tells you and you're like, oh shit, better get off here. You know, yeah. it saved me 20, 30 minutes before with like, you know, bad accidents and stuff like that. But, uh, but sometimes I'd say it probably leads me astray more often than not. <laughs> Uh, that's also what happened in the snow day. I was driving to work in the snow day, and uh, it was super, 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 super packed up. It actually, it wasn't even the snow day. What was it? It was, when did it snow? Monday night? Yeah. Monday? Yeah. 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 So then Tuesday, not. I thought, you know, I knew I probably need to get out a little early, but I got out hella early and literally was late, bro. I missed almost the entire homeroom. It's the only time I've been late. I was. It was unbelievable. Luckily, I that first period, I co-teach with a different teacher. So yeah. they just kind of, you know, held it down until I got there. But it was ridiculous, man. And it was because of maps. 
because I was on, uh, I was about to get, I was on Vasquez about to get onto 70 right there. Yeah. And it was blocked off. And I was like, oh shit, now I have no idea where to go. So I ended up backtracking back to 56. And <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was working at Ramcat, dude, and being in Southeast Aurora, like there's no other way to get to Ramcat besides, you know, taking 225. Right. To, right. What is that, you know, dude? To I 25. And it's just like, damn dude it's like there's no cut through i mean there is cut throughs but that's super side streets so it's gonna take you ridiculously longer if you have to go all through all that but right yeah man i'm still still in the belief that i should have my fucking jetson car and be floating around <laughs> yeah. like you know living in the sky and shit remember i told you that when we were in first grade they asked us they were like you are the class of 2000 the class of 2000 like, what do you think it'll look like in the year 2000 yeah you know back to future is out and uh -huh. like you know what what is it um jetsons was all you know prevalent and stuff like that i'm like man we're gonna be living in the sky we're gonna yeah. have cars that are like flying and shit like that i mean we we we, we just basically have the same cars they're just more aerodynamic and more gas efficient <laughs> yeah, well, Tesla, Tesla's got some pretty badass stuff happening. Yeah, but yeah, no, for sure, I'm with you, bro. We always say that. Where's my hoverboard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still, still come on, bro. <laughs> Getting too old. I'm not gonna. Be able, I'm gonna break a hip if I try to ride one when they finally come out. Mike Smith says nobody would trust me on a uh, um, a flying car, dude. I'm a pretty good driver, though. Yeah, that sounds about right. Knock on wood. I mean, I haven't had like any accidents or i mean the snow thing two weeks ago was yeah out. oh that was crazy right because you slid so, off and got you got totally stuck on the side yeah just like i mean it was so fresh so, and it was on top of all that brush dude and like you can't i couldn't even four wheel out and it was funny because like that area it was like there was backed up to a fence yeah. and low-key i was gonna be like um I was, I was gonna like i looked at the back fence and i like i shook it i jiggled it and i was like i could probably knock this because <laughs> no. there's a parking lot like right there yeah i could probably just knock this fence down and just like drive away i was like looking around i was like there's no build no cameras on the outside of this building <laughs> yeah 4 30 in the morning nobody's in now nobody's in here yeah but you're a good guy dude you wouldn't do that yeah that was nuts it's not i'm not used to seeing that especially with your jeep bro it was kind of yeah. crazy and the picture sort of you know they can be deceiving like when i looked at it i was like i couldn't really it didn't seem like you'd be stuck you know because yeah just looking yeah. at it but i'm yep. sure there you were just sort of like yeah the snow See, okay. so that's valid so i guess a flying car i would have to be a good pilot not a good driver that's true yeah oh totally different yeah, well, people who a lot of people who fly planes, they feel like traffic is way more dangerous because you're all on the same plane, right? Yeah. No pun intended. And, but if you're in a plane, you know everybody's on a different plane, literally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I think it was Bill Burr I heard talking about that, and he was saying like it's just a fucking nightmare driving in traffic. Like, but <laughs> but flying is a whole other thing because there's nobody even close to you, you know, and it's so easy as long as you're in, the main thing up there is communication, right? Because you don't want to yeah. run into each other, which yeah. which could happen. Not very probable, but if people aren't talking to each other, it definitely could. Yeah. Happen. Well, Bill Burr is the, he likes to do it. He's the helicopter pilot. Yes, sir. So, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, dude, dude. Have you do you know who Andrew Schultz is? Yeah. Oh my God, have you seen his thing on Netflix? No, I have not. Oh, bro, you have 
have to watch it. It is amazing, dude. It's amazing. In a time of like complete polarization where the left is attacking the right and the right's attacking the left and we're more divided than we've ever been. Um, he gives it to you absolutely straight. I think only has four episodes and they're like, but dude, don't plan to do anything else. Like kind of have it on the background, like a podcast. Like you Uh have to sit down and watch it because it's like rapid fire, super well written out, super tight jokes um, and just spewing facts about like what's going on. You know, it's pretty cool. Check it out. (laughs) Um, He's really good stand up too. He did. He's like a big crowd work. Yeah, dude. He's super funny too as a stand up. But but the Netflix thing is a whole different thing. I promise all the listeners to check it out, whether you're left, whether you're right, whether you're somewhere in the center, it doesn't matter. Like this guy's giving it to us facts. All right, Michael Smith agrees with you, man. He says to check it out, so I guess I'll have to Hell yeah. check that out then. Dude. Michael Smith, dude, I want to talk to that guy. I haven't talked to him forever. We should just have yeah. him on to hang out. Um, I'd be curious uh, how he... I know he was going to do stand-up at one point. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if he uh, if he went did something with it. Did COVID, did COVID make everything jacked up? Even for... I mean, we went to um, a stand-up with... Um, Polly Shore, like, I want to say like September. And they were still all socially distanced and, you know, mask and all that stuff. And so it was at Comedy Works. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's still been comedy, especially in places where the numbers aren't really crazy. California yeah. fell apart, though, dude. Jeez. <laughs> it fell apart out there. Well, I know. And it's crazy because, like, that's, you know, at our gym, you know, most of our gyms are located in California and mm. everyone always complains like, what are you going to extend your hours? Or the name of your gym is false. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not 24. You know, it's like, no dude, it's I know you're like, California is a majority of our income. So until they're completely opened up, we're not going to be completely opened up. Right. Because, you know, cost effective. Yeah. yeah but no yeah, dude, it's still, it's still just too wild. But I mean, there's more vaccines than they, than, you know, Biden said, right. He's mm-hmm. already hit the 100 million. And he's trying oh, yeah. to do the 200 million by hundred days. Yeah. He's saying May 1st that, uh, by, uh, May 1st, was it May 1st or June 1st? I think it was May 1st. He's saying all adults will have access to a vaccine in all of America. That's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, dude. The entire United States. And I doubt that, uh, Fran's going to watch because he got his second shot today. And, uh, He's already, uh, he was already complaining at work today. Oh, no. What was he feeling? He got got Moderna. (laughs) (laughs) Which I told you statistically is lower. It's 17%. Yeah, but he said that he's like, he calls it the, he calls it the Datsun of, of, uh, (laughs) vaccines. And he he called it because he was, he was joking around because when we were doing the vaccine things and I told him I was getting mine and he was getting his and he was like laughing because he's like, ha ha, you know, he's like his, his, um, you know, wife hooked him up and, and was able to get him into a, a place to get a shot. He goes, I'm gonna get that Pfizer, the McLaren. He goes, you're going to the, my little clinic and you're going to get that Moderna. He's like that. That's the Datsun of, of, um, all the vaccines. Man, he goes, I hope. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to get that McLaren. You're going to get Datsun. And then it was the exact opposite. He went to an actual doctor, doctor, and he got the Moderna and then I got the Pfizer <laughs> <laughs> oh don't talk shit no yeah that's what i told him and he's like it's happened to me. 
Yeah, so every time I keep, they keep on reminding him, I was like, did you get you got that Datsun? Yeah, well, see, and I wasn't talking shit about that. I just always, I never honestly understood how people tripped out so hard from vaccine shots, like the flu and all that. I told you that. Yeah. That was more my thing. I didn't really know the difference between what was what. I knew not to do Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> that was the one. I was like, the one-shotter for like subpar D-level? No. <laughs> the D-level, yeah. The, no. the the regular D. <laughs> no, but it is interesting because I told you I looked up the numbers and Moderna is 17%. And yeah, uh, Pfizer's thirty eight percent, and when I say that for the listeners, that that's the percentage of people that have really, you know, not not like hospitalized or dying or whatever, but have like, um, you know, flu symptoms. You get sick, you yeah. run a fever, you get messed up. Um, so, and he's and what time he did it today or yesterday? Yeah, he did it today. He just said he had a headache and everything like that. I should actually text him and see how he's doing. Do a soft check in on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like he did. <laughs> uh, let's see yeah. here. Talking shit about you. On the podcast. Yeah, right now, uh, Michael Smith's actually texting me. Um, he's saying, give him the link. I wonder if he's wanting to join on Facebook. Is that... Let me see if I've got it. You mind if he joins us? No. Let me send it to him real quick. Dead air for the listeners. Absolutely. For the yeah. people, <laughs> the majority of people who listen to this after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, you going to click that invite button and get him in? Yeah. Well, can I do it that way? I don't actually know because I don't have his email address. I only have his text, his phone number. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so um, the vaccine, dude, it's it was saying like I was also reading somewhere. I think I said that to you too before that uh, that people that are type O are generally uh, unaffected by the actual vaccine itself and like the symptoms and everything. And both times I had like no issues. And so I was like, I think as an adult, as an adult person, I probably should know my blood type already. Right. I'm in the same boat, bro. (laughs) I know. I know for sure. We should No, this is accurate information. At this point in our lives, we absolutely should know our blood type. Like if I get cut and I'm bleeding out, they're gonna be like, "What are you, son? What are you?" I'm like, "Uh, red." Oh my god, I'm red. <laughs> but I was like, I was sitting there, I was like, "Dang, what if I am typo?" And then, uh, like I was telling you, that Tira was all, "Well, if you're typo, then you should be donating blood." Yeah. Because you are the universal blood donor for both A and B. Right. And I was like, "What?" So <laughs> you should find out. I should find out too. I don't even know. I know I got <laughs> jacked by the freaking vaccine. I do know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that tells us, but <clears throat> tells us something. You said my, and you said my got messed up too, right? She got messed up too. Her mom got hit hard. Um, my mom got hit hard. My dad, like nothing. No See, problem. Man. No problem. Me and your dad. Yeah. Me and your dad. I'm telling you. We always had that running joke that I was your dad, Tony. <laughs> Yeah, got them hardy jeans. It is funny. It's like, oh, you guys always have so much in common. <laughs> From the day I, except, the day that I met you. Except that I'm a real football fan. And, oh, shit. Uh, Suppose the Americans, America's team, right? America's team. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be good next year? I don't know. They're, they're <laughs> they have a lot of questionable like uh, signings. I mean, we have a quarterback now. I mean, we've always had a quarterback, but now he's like inked in for sure. The highest paid quarterback behind Patrick Mahomes. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
there's that they're trying to bring back a few people and some of the people i'm like no nah, don't bring that person back he's like scrambled brains yeah so that's how, yeah. always that's so hard as a fan sitting back and watching and yeah hearing like front office decisions and like what they're doing you're like it's so obvious what the fuck we should be doing why are we yeah. doing this why are we <laughs> yeah well then you know then then right now is the most magical time of the year for me too it's march madness oh yeah so um yeah my bracket's doing awesome because there was like a few people that i had um chosen like the loyola and stuff like that like mm-hmm. i chose them to be illinois and everyone was like nah dude i'm like yep yeah, here's my bracket dude i was like there it is and it was like 99 accurate but you know a lot of those other ones like the virginia losing and stuff like that jacked me up so yeah no more perfect brackets out there there's no more perfect brackets after like the the first weekend man yeah those it's always cool when that happens to me <laughs> like just explodes everything you're like what yep. happened Everything's totally jacked. Yep. Man, I'm spending so much time over here trying to get this link over to Mike, uh, Michael. <laughs> so I sent it. It's the email I have on file for him. Michael Brent Smith. That's what it says, but he says he doesn't have it. So I'm going to screenshot it and send it to him. And then we're going <laughs> to, we got to keep moving because the listeners are like just chilling on our phones, inviting our buddies. Hanging out. Hanging out. That's what we do though. Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> okay. Uh, dude, some crazy yeah. stuff went down in Boulder, yeah. right? Yep. Nuts. And this is after Atlanta. Atlanta happened before our last podcast, right? Yeah. We Even though we didn't even talk about it, it never came up at all. Yeah. Um, we ended up getting kind of carried away in conversation with uh, Staff Sergeant Lacey McDonald, which was awesome, by the way. I had fun yeah. last week. Yeah. But yeah, no, so, Boulder, man. Yeah, what the hell? At last I heard, they still don't know hardly anything. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, like, reports from, like, different news sources, like, bits and pieces and stuff, and, you know, saying that the guy was tied to, you know, ISIS and had some, uh, he was Syrian and this and that, and that, you know, coincidence how we just, you know, attacked Syria, and all of a sudden we have a Syrian person shooting up a King Supers. So I was like, "Ah, I don't know if that's all correlated or or related guys (laughs) yeah it's so hard to know yeah but yeah man it's sad it's just and it's funny it's not well not funny it's it's crazy because um tira's grandparents well grand uh grandfather lives up there right down the street from that king supers uh up in boulder so they have they live a little bit further up uh west on that table mesa um but yeah, dude, it's, it was like, oh man, that's really close. Yeah, yeah, this is so crazy. And there was like different, like this one video that actually Fran actually shared to me um, was showing like the after effects of it. And there's like people laying in, like this guy was taking a video and like people were, like laying in the on the ground and and um, there's two guys that were just like chilling in the doorway. And he's like, what's going on? He's like, just an active shooter and this and that. And I'm like. His old man's on the phone, like texting. There's another dude, like right next to him, and they're just like at the entrance of the King Supers. And he's like, he's like, what is there an active shooter? He's like, yeah, he's in there right now. There's like an old man, just like by the door. He's like, he's in there. I was like, old man, run, bro. Like, and so he looked in. He looked in, and there's like in the video, there's a guy like laying, like he like just got blasted, and he's like laying on the ground, right? Oh and all God. of a sudden, you hear, and all of a sudden, you hear pow, 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 pow. 
And he's like, oh, my God. And the guy starts running away. And I'm like, what are these two old people doing? Like, just chilling out at that entrance. Like, damn, bro. I saw Did you see the footage with the, it was like right after that young guy that they, they went in there for like a soda and chips or something. And he was like explaining his experience. And that's what he said. He was like, he goes, I'm just so glad we all ran. And they took us out this back way. They found a door and we managed to go out that back door. Luckily, they guided yeah. us because they worked there and they knew. Um, and he said, but he goes, I just, you know, he was kind of getting emotional. He's like, I just feel bad for the people. I don't know if they just froze. I don't know what happened. Um, but so it sounds like some of the people that were were able to get away that just like took off. Um, yeah. So I don't know how many people maybe froze or, or you just got caught. You know, sometimes you zig when you should have zagged. There you are. You come around a corner yeah. and you know you're screwed. Um, unbelievable though. Just so fucking sad, man. I'm just so tired of these stories. Everybody is. We're so it's so painful. Like why these things are happening, and it is well, weird. Saw, like his yeah. Go ahead. Well, I saw a meme um, online that was like saying you know. Um, you know, and it's like something to the effect of, you know, America is, is getting back to normal when mass shootings are back. And I was like, damn, that's messed up. <laughs> that's that's super messed up. up. No, man, this is, this is something that has begun to plague us. I wouldn't say it's normal. It's become the new normal. Um, but yeah. it doesn't have to be this way. You know, like we've, we got to get to the bottom of it. And I'm with Rogan a lot on this one. Like, I really think that we have a, a, a mental health problem in this country big time. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see as more comes out. It is really weird. Like his, you know, his ethnicity and all this at the, you know, and like you said, the timing of it just all feels super, super weird. Out, wasn't he just in his underwear too? Like when they took him out or something like that? I didn't catch. I see. I saw everything right in the beginning and I haven't had a chance to catch up. So I've only caught a, a few details since like the news was coming out the first day or two. Yeah. I think the dude was like in his underwear. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was the uh, I was that was the day I was super late. <laughs> crazy, crazy late. I think about that stuff all the time, dude, because I work in a school. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, oh, I mean, I mean, that's yeah, that's same, dude. And it's just, um, yeah, it's scary that that now we also have to, um, like practicing go through. We have to go through like an active duty, uh, active shooter training. You know, and right. in our building, like the police come down and, and they do and they fire, <clears throat> excuse me, and they fire blanks. Like, you know, I like, remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you're just like, dang, dude, like, like, okay. And then, you know, they tell you to get out and everything. And, you know, it's just a, a walkthrough and what an active shooter thing would look like. And it, it is sad that we're to that point now where that we actually have to have that too included in our lives, man. Yeah. No doubt, bro. And that's what the police officer was saying too. He's like, you know, if you're ever face to face with an active shooter, um, you know, well, this, you know, said run, 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 run. You know, if you see somebody that needs help, you know, ask them twice and twice is it. And, you know, if they don't respond to you or they don't want help that second time, then, you know, one life is, you know, but, you know, is, is, is better than two. Yeah. I remember you talking about that. Until you're like, I'm like, hey, damn, dude, that's fucked up. You know, it's like, well, you know, it's, it's true. And if you're ever in that situation, you know, where you are face to face with an active shooter, it was like, you are fighting for your life, literally fighting for your life. So he's like, I always compare it to an active dial on the old school TVs. He goes, you know, you're, you're cranking it from that one and you need to be at full volume max. You need to be at 10. He's like, yeah. you know, and, and you know, cause you're literally fighting for your life. Damn, it's crazy that you guys train like that. They don't give us shit. They tell us you know, we have lockdowns. So if there's any perception yeah. of that at school, 
um, we get like a specific type of alarm. In fact, the doors, because they're all magnetized when they open, so yep. all, all the doors just automatically shut. Yep. Um, yeah, and we have to all huddle in the corner. And so we've, we actually have had a couple of drills uh, this year, which is really tough. Like, how the hell do you huddle in a corner when it's COVID, bro? Like, and, yeah. and, and I think, and it's really specific on your classroom. And that's an old building that I work in. And so every classroom is pretty unique. You know, there's like some that are similar to each other, um, but it just really depends on where you're at and where my room is. I'm lucky enough that I do have like a corner that's not yeah. visible from the door. Um, but I don't think every class is in that situation. And so they actually let the teachers cover up the windows. Cause you know, those, a lot of times those school doors, they have like the window. Yeah. Yeah. Which is terrifying yeah. if you think there's an active shooter running around. You have a fucking window into your classroom from the inside. You're like, why do? Is this necessary? Like the door is always open or it's shut because we're all at home. Like if <laughs> we don't need an in between, why do we have a window? Well, yeah. Well, then when I was at the Ramcad um, uh, with you, well, not with you, but uh, when I Ramcad, dude, like um, I always thought that too. I was like, you know, these are art students. They're a different kind of a people. You know. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little more tender because, like, you know, someone's going to get real mad about some money that's, you know, missing from their account. And and I wouldn't doubt it, like, if someone came through and just, like, went crazy. Yeah. And we'd always talk about that, too, at work, which is, you know, shitty to say. But I was like, damn, this is – we're on the second floor, man. Yeah. I was like – I'm gonna jump out and I'm gonna I'm gonna aim for this tree and try to. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I had the same I had the same routine. I think we worked in the same room, didn't? No. Yeah. <laughs> for part of it, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I was the same way, dude. I had the same plan. I know. The, I think I know the tree you're talking about, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm gonna jump. And I'm trying to get this tree. I was like, if I had a couple branches down, sweet, cool. I was like, I'm taking off after that, though. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Better be going, Jared. I'm going right around you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, for sure, man. It's a it's a weird world that we live in that we that this is our reality now, you know? It it pains me, man. That hurts my heart that he says that whoever that was said, um, you know, it's become the new normal. Yeah. Like, well, huh? the other thing that sucks too is like, you know, like I always think about too going to like, you know, maybe like a festival, like or or when we have back in the day again, pre-COVID, um, so I saw another joke too that said BC is no longer before Christ. Um, COVID's taking that bitch, so it's before COVID. You just <laughs> refer to everything as BC is before COVID. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think about that dude. Like you know, when, when you go to like um, you know the uh, um, the Renaissance Festival, or like you go to um, what is it? Uh, um, we eat downtown. I forget what it's fucking called. We it's Colorado. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's in Colorado, you know, and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's always in the back of your mind. Like, dude, someone just like fucking just open up and just let this place go. Yeah. Yep. And it's always been like that, right? But now yeah. it's a thing where you're like, damn, you know, it discourages yeah. people. You're it, actively thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't help it. You can't help it at all. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening to this audiobook right now. It's called Don't Feed the Monkey. Um, uh -huh. it, it talks about like cycles of, of anxious thought and stuff. And that's one thing that came up in there was like, um, it was written pre COVID. So they're talking about what was it? Was it SARS or something? I can't remember what it was, but it was that time when everybody was buying up hand sanitizer and it was just like really, yeah. but it was an airborne disease and it really didn't make a difference keeping your hands sanitized, but it became an obsession for everybody. Like they sold so many millions of dollars worth of hand sanitizer and people just you know went crazy and freaked out and we just think about it and we're like we're like a nation on edge we're the last people 
this should all have guns. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We've got severe mental health issues. Everybody's walking around like totally stressed out. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the guy was taken out in his underwear, by the way. I just read that article. Wow. Okay. He just ran up in his underwear and started fucking shooting at people. Just took people's lives, bro. That's crazy. It's always crazy because, like, you know, sometimes you don't, uh, sometimes they don't give motives, dude. You know, sometimes yeah. we never find out what the motive, like, for example, remember the Vegas guy? Yeah. There's no motive for that, you know, and, and, is it no motive or you could get all conspiracy about it? Yeah. Be like, yeah. This is, this supposedly, dude. you know, there was like notes left behind and nobody knows what those notes say or, or they're not, or they're saying the FBI doesn't release it. Like you said, conspiracy, st- you know, stuff. And or it's like Pearl Harbor type of shit, you know, or like what people argue about 9 11. Um, yeah. You know, where it was like, was it really, you know, they say inside job or whatever, but it's not so much inside like, oh, it's America did it to itself. Like maybe like, but there's so many groups of people. There's so many interests, so many people looking out to make money all the time and to control things and to control politics, which is power. Um, so it's not beyond conceivable that, you know, these kind of things like people are having these things done on purpose. Um, I'm not at all backing this up with anything scientific or facts, but yeah. if you just think about it, I mean, it could be done quite easily. Yeah. Yeah, sad man. Yeah. Sad yeah. all the people that lost their lives, and especially you know, right on the tail of Atlanta too. Yeah, dude, and it's, that hits um, close to home. Yeah, I mean, and we've had a, you know we've had a few mass shootings here already. You know, we've had the 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 old Chuck E. Cheese back in the day. Oh yeah, you know? mm-hmm. that was that Nathan Dunlap that went down, and then mm-hmm. Columbine, Columbine movie theater sixteen. Yep. Yeah, sixteen, and you know this now, and so yeah, I mean it's like. We've had a, a good amount so far, and it's kind of sucks. It does suck. What's the answer, Pierce? Like nobody has the fucking answer. Like what? What are we supposed to do? How do we fix this? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? No guns, and all of a sudden, ah, ah, don't yeah. say no guns. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not so bad. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like no guns for sure, but mental health like if we could fix mental health perhaps it wouldn't be as bad i don't really know um but i do know we know the stats on guns right like yeah they're way more likely to kill a family member or a friend or yourself um between suicides and accidental shootings in the home um those are all mathematically scientifically way more probable to happen in general um, yeah. than you actually like successfully defending your house or you know what i mean somebody trying to mug you and luckily you had your gun and you were able to fend them off um so many more times it goes the other way and that's that's a reality I feel like nobody wants to talk about because I don't have a problem with people having their guns. I'm like, have your guns, do your thing. You know, like I get yeah. it, but we can't be walking around like not noticing how bad the mental health problem is in this country and still letting guns just be handed out like candy. Like we have yeah. to, we got to, we got to face the music and look at reality a little bit here. Um, that's what I think, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, Mike was asking if the active shooter stuff actually made me feel more or less safe. Um, I guess more safe just because, you know, trying to figure out what you do in the situation and, you know, and, and while we're in the meeting, you know, kind of looking at people and see who has like glazed over looks in their face and like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. That's a person that I'm going to have to remind twice. Yeah. Or and, drag them out. and like I said, I pulled up the article right before I didn't actually read it, but it looks like the dude who did the boulder shooting, he like had a legit gun. Like, I mean, he yeah. was, he bought yeah. it legally. 
See, that's yeah. the, that maybe that's the problem. I don't know. I'm speaking out of turn because I don't know the details of the case. Of like, yeah, well, the thing too, like you know, despite if you get rid of guns or whatever, you know, there's always going to be somebody that gets them illegally. You know, mm-hmm. there's always going to be a way. Someone's going to find you know a way to get guns, and so I don't think no guns is not the answer. Well, yeah, and the thing is, is you can't, like, you can point to other countries that don't have as much guns and stuff like that and all the benefits of it, but you can't ignore the culture that's here in America. Like, yeah. you can't, it, guns are deeply embedded in America's DNA. Like, it's the history of the country, the right to bear arms, and um, people argue about how that, the necessity of guns has really changed over time compared to what yeah. was happening then and what's happening now. Um, but you still can't, no matter how you look at it, right or wrong doesn't matter. It's just that you can't uncouple it from our culture so we couldn't just do like some you know european country that's got no guns like we got no problems we got no guns yeah but you don't have a million mother crazy motherfuckers that really insist on having guns and i mean that with all due respect not only crazy people like guns i have people i love that love guns you know lots of people love guns yeah and i don't have a problem with that i don't have a problem people owning them but i think we gotta tighten the shit up bro like that dude shouldn't have a gun like if we gotta and if we can't figure that out then (laughs) <laughs> then, we're, then we are going to have to look at the gun thing. If we can't figure out how to start identifying like who's going to lose their damn mind, um, I don't know. I think we need a whole paradigm shift with mental health in this country of like how we're looking at it. Um, we've got it. You know, Americans are tough, bro. We don't want to talk about it. we got a mental issue or something like that. People don't talk about it. They hold it inside. People walking around just you know full of fucking bad energy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. And like um, I've, I've always said that too is that as far as owning guns, like for a car, like I have to take a driven, you know, a driving test in order to have a vehicle in which I can kill somebody with, you yeah. know, I can legit run somebody over with my car and this and that, you know, and I got to show that I'm a competent human to operate that vehicle, you yep. know, especially, you know, people with CDL license and everything like that. And I think maybe, maybe there should just be like a, a test for gun ownership too. Bro, it's common sense, right? It just—it only makes sense. I've been saying that forever too. I don't understand it because you, we know that a car can accidentally kill somebody. Yeah. So you—you've got to know your shit. You have to go through a process. Everyone knows it's a pain in the ass getting a license, but you—but yeah. it should be. It should be a pain in the ass. And then you take a look, take a look at a gun, and not only could it accidentally kill somebody, but that's essentially the history of the design of the gun. That's what it's for. It's for killing shit. So yeah. a car at least is not made for killing shit, though it can kill shit. <laughs> but a gun, it just seems common sense that we would have to have a licensing process, a, you know, a short course you would always have to take. I mean, I don't know. What do you have to do to get a gun? We need to have, we, we didn't even go there with Lacey. He was on here. He had mentioned previously he really yeah. wanted to talk about that. The other one I was going to tell you, too, is to get Joe on because I really want to talk vaccines, too, still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially now that I got knocked on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we. I don't think we know much about why right now, is particularly with the COVID one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows? Um, I don't know, man. It it hits close close to home. You've got some Asian blood in you. My wife is Filipina. Um, yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like makes you scared. It's scared like who's come. And that was the thing with Boulder too, right? Like you don't know when or where or why. <laughs> like you yeah. said, sometimes there's not even a why. I don't want to just yeah. Somebody had a bad day. Just a bad reality to live with. And you think about all those people. That's to me, that's the worst. Like if you lose somebody that you care about and somebody that you really love, um, to know to never have a reason why. That's fucking oh, dude, that's yeah. hard, dude. That's hard. It's almost easier if like there was a clear reason why, you know, got in, you know, got 
angry with somebody or they were fighting or they were beefing or somebody, you know, whatever, something yeah. that's un- more understandable. Um, but when it's just like, oh, there's just no reason, no rhyme for it. I suppose that's the same thing with like car accidents and stuff like that too. Cause you never see that. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. Debbie Downer. Um, you know, for uh, my students uh, this week, I had them, we were talking about um, forgiveness is like the theme of the month. Um, so in uh-huh. homeroom, we just kind of hang out and we do random stuff. So I get to put like little lessons together. So we watched this video, dude. It was this lady um, who her son, when her son was 20, he was murdered by a kid who was 16. And that 16-year-old was convicted um, as a minor, went to jail, um, ended up, uh, I think he did 20 years in prison. And then he gets out and he, he lives next door to the mother of the dude he killed. So that he was 16 when he killed the 20-year-old guy. Now he's uh-huh. like 38 or something like that. And he lives next door to the mother of the, 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 the 16-year-old, he, or 20-year-old he killed back in the day which is crazy. But what's crazy about it, the reason I showed it to my class was this old lady dude is like the happiest lady ever and she's totally forgiven the dude. Huh. And it's like, they're really tight. They hang out together and, and the dude says he hasn't forgiven himself. He's like, I'm still working on it and just trying to make a life, you know, about what happened. Because you think about all the dumb shit you get involved in when you're 16. Yeah. So something like that happens and somebody ends up dead and then... Yep. You know, the age we're at looks real different when something like that happened when you were a teenager. You know what I mean? Like, you never, yeah. you're never, you never going to have quite a normal life, dude. Like, it's never going to be. Think about the the luck of the draw with life sometimes. Yeah. Where you're born. Like that's what we said, yeah. That's what he was always said before. Mm-hmm. You know, out of all the places to be born here. Circumstances, man. Yeah. Beyond our control. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's hard to, I'm trying to think of something that's not totally bummed out to talk about right now. <laughs> I'm happy it's spring break, dude. I am fucking tired. I am so exhausted. I've been getting progressively less sleep every night. And then, but after spring break, dude, it's the home stretch. On to summertime. Whew. You're gonna be uh you're gonna become a sleepless elite like me, dollar. <laughs> yeah, well, I I was like that most of my life. And then in the in recent years, I kind of came to my senses. I I learned about, you know. The importance of sleep and all the science we have on like the effects of not getting enough sleep and all that um so I've, I've for a while did really really well like when it was leading up to being a teacher and stuff i was getting some pretty good sleep um not the whole time but a good portion of it but then once i started teaching it was just all it's all out the window <laughs> like I, there's not enough time in the day bro i gotta use every minute i can <laughs> so but the, but the thing is with the teaching is thank god you have spring break thank god you have like these these breaks where you're like whoo you get to relax a little bit and yeah and chill I mean, I work 24-7. It's like a running joke in my house. I'm just always working or doing homework. That's all I do. School. That's your life, dollar. Mm-hmm. For now. School is your life. For yeah. now, bro. I'm on the home stretch, man. When I hit summer, I'm in my last class. I've been doubled up this whole time. I have one fucking class left. I'll be uh, off for the summer. Um, though I am thinking about getting in- involved at the school over there and doing some work with the kids over the summer. I think it'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Like, what would you do over there? I don't know. I was talking to, uh, we, we should, by the way, we should have him on. His name is Michael Smith. He's a, a cool-ass dude. I think I mentioned to you before we should have him on. He'd be fun. Um, uh, wow, I just thought about that. Two Michael Smiths. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't know how I never thought about that before. But, yeah, the super common name. But anyway, <laughs> uh, he'd be awesome to have on. Um, but he just mentioned it to me. He asked me if I'd be interested. And he said, the way he phrased it, I said, no. He said, would you be interested in teaching over the summer? And I said, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> nope. 
but then uh, he was describing the programs, you know, that, that they do. And it's a lot of fun stuff outside building gardens with kids and just being there. Plus, I can bring my family and stuff, too. So, yeah, yeah, I'll probably do that, too. Let me know if you ever want to come out, hang out. Yeah. In summer. For sure. For sure. I know we're trying to figure out, like, what to do for for summer, you know, because we usually travel. You know, we go somewhere or, or do something. And, um, you know, with COVID, it's a little bit different. And, and you know, whereas, like, you can buy stuff, like, super cheap. It's, it's funny because, like, we were looking at different places like Vietnam. You can go to like Vietnam. You'd be there for like, like 10 days. And it's like $1,800 for the hotel, um, for the whole family while Damn. you're there. Damn. The but the, the kicker is <laughs> the plane ticket, bro. <laughs> the plane tickets are like a thousand dollars each. <laughs> oh yeah. So. And, and like, depending on which flights you take, like, you can be traveling for 40 hours. Oh, oh yeah, Bro, right. That's a, 17 that's layovers. A that's say, a work week, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, no doubt. Traveling no. for a work week, dude. Oh, it makes no sense. <laughs> no, that's not going to work. Yeah, it has been a weird for that, a weird year for that. I feel like we haven't traveled at all. Yeah, I mean there's like there's I mean everywhere has like cheap hotels, mm-hmm. you know, yep. but the plane tickets are just the the ridiculous parts right now. Brutal. Just trying to get somewhere to go, you know, and yeah. Yeah. I'm looking to stay around here in Colorado. We're th- talking about going up to the mountains uh, over this break. Well, yeah, a you got cabin your state pass. Yeah, you little state pass dollar. Oh, and- hell yeah, bro. Yeah, we're going to go to uh, spend some time here, even Cherry Creek Reservoir and all that stuff, like all the places around here. Just hit, yeah. Hit them up. And, um, I've got two camping trips booked already for the summer. Um, and then there's, you know, you can always do like the drive up camping and stuff where there's no reservations there's there's a ton of that yeah. in colorado too trying two new places too you found new places mm-hmm. nice. yes what were you gonna say no i said i've been so i got turned on to this show um called alone and apparently it's been around for a long time but like only season like six is on netflix so i've been starting to watch that um but it's a show like like these 10 people are on this show and it's kind of like naked and afraid but they mm. actually get like supplies and stuff like that um but it's this one like this season six dude they're in the arctic oh circle shit. oh shit so like you know just a little bit below um the tree line the timber line yeah dude and like watching this stuff you're like they, they put them out there and it's again it's 10 people and it's for half a million dollars is the prize whoever is the last man man or woman standing dude and it's just wild like See that seems crazy because naked and afraid, they they have a lot of motivation to take care of each other. Yeah, and they're there for like you know what twenty to thirty days. It all really depends. But yeah. these people are isolated; they're by themselves, alone. Ooh. That's what it's called alone. See, that seems that seems like a, that could that could get super shady, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just because you know human nature and and the the will to survive. Like I feel like the naked and afraid, they take everything from you and drop you yeah. in the wilderness, like. We're helpless. Human beings are helpless if you have if yeah. we don't have our tools and we don't have our clothes and our protections, right? And that's inter- interesting. I'll check it out. I like a lot of that stuff, especially. Well, they were talking like on this show, dude. Like, so they dropped them off. They dropped them off like before the snowy season, but they dropped them off like a month or or something like that before it happens, right? And they're talking like, okay, I gotta gotta get all this food prepped. I gotta get my shelter ready because you know, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks that you know snow is gonna fall down and. 
this is going to be unrecognizable. I'm going to have to like make some markers as to where things are and this, and that I was like, what the, f-? <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh my God, dude. But I mean, half a million dollars, that's a lot of money for kind of hanging out, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Well, there's those- two people. There's two people on this one that are from Colorado. One's from Fort Collins. Another person's from like monument. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So got the home team. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, let's go Barry. Let's go Barry. He's from- don't, t- don't anybody tell me if Barry makes it or not. Cause he's still. I'm, I'm oh, right. This is already pre-recorded. Yeah. Stuff. Already done. Yeah. Cause I think there's like more than six seasons or something like that. And we just started this one. So. Oh, okay. We're on season six. So. Nice. See, that's the shit I'm looking forward to Pierce. More Netflix. Yeah. Survivalists are crazy. Um, uh, Joe's wife just commented and said that survivalists are crazy. But it's oh, so yeah. funny because, like, when you watch those shows, they're showing their skills, right, back at home. And they're like, look at me make this fire. And they're like, you know, they instantly make the fire with their fucking, you know, stick and bow. And you're like, dude, it's the stuff that you have at home is not the same shit that's out in the, in the wilderness, man. It's not, oh, yeah. We've you're said looking it. at it. It, it's like they're they're lighting hay on fire, you know, like they're lighting tin, you know, you know, grass and this and that on fire. I'm like, bro, that's not the same shit that's up in the Arctic. <laughs> oh yeah. <gonna> be- <laughs> oh yeah, dude. No doubt. Starting a fire is no joke. That's what I we've said that many times on this show, dude. A single human is a dead fucking human most of the time. Unless yeah. you've got exceptional skills, especially if you're in somewhere like Alaska, and God forbid you literally have nothing, like, oh, good luck, bro. This one dude, this one dude, he's like a it was like an ace fucking shot, dude. He got this. There's a squirrel that was on top of like this tree and um, just eating his fucking breakfast. Poor squirrel. Just like sitting there like <laughs> he got his bow, dude. He was like, Swap. and just said, what out!" And you see this thing go which, 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 like flip. I was like, dang, did he miss it? Bro, he got this thing dead in the head. Like, oh, like, shit. And, and like he lifted it up and the squirrel's just like dangling down like fucking dang so he's yeah he's a sharp shot that's actually better for the squirrel right and at least he died well that's what i told tira she was like tira's like oh that's sad i was like dude that thing died quick (laughs) can you imagine (laughs) if it hit him in the freaking gut or something and with with that kind of impact goes straight through you and then you're just like oh shit no it's way better way better well it was funny too because like there's another guy who who got a muskrat right he found a muskrat and he was skinning it and he was like he started cooking it and everything like that and i was still in tears i was like damn dude that thing was raw as fuck still i was like he need to probably cook that i was like anything that i find in the wilderness i'm burning the shit (laughs) yeah it's gonna be charcoal yeah Yeah. (laughs) like there ain't no time oh for sure bro you can't be like i need a medium rare can you imagine the random parasites in a fucking mask uh muskrat that's what happened that's what happened to this one dude I was like, I like, tear. I was like, he looked like he didn't even cook that all the way through. And all of a sudden, this dude was like, oh, oh, oh shit. My insides are on fire. You had to tap out, dude. Well, bro, at least, you know, with like, if you if you mess some cooking up at home or something, at least you know the animal you're dealing with. And I don't mean literally animal, but like yeah. the, the the type of bacteria or whatever. It's something we have experience dealing with. People get sick with it. Some people do die. They get fucked up. But if you get treatment, yeah. you're probably going to be okay. But when you're eating a musk, Grat out in the middle of nowhere, dude. Like we don't, we've never seen this bacteria before. Yeah. Like, oh shit, you could yeah. easily die. Well, that's what I was like, that's what I was here. I was like, that thing was that thing would be burnt. That'd be jerky. 
I'll be chewing on it for days. <laughs> I'm so with you on this one. <laughs> I'm so with you on this one. I'm paranoid about that stuff, dude, because I've had food poisoning a couple times and it is brutal. So I'm like, I'm crazy paranoid. Like when it comes to that stuff, I don't, I do not fuck around. Myra thinks I'm ridiculous, which I kind of am. There's no denying it. I'm super ridiculous about it. But like if, <laughs> like it'll be, a, if it's, a, you know, a sell by date, I'll give it a couple of days. I'll sniff it a little. But if it starts getting a few days past it and Myra's like, oh, that's still totally good. I'm like, nope, nope. Dude, <laughs> it's not worth like the, that, uh, we have a yogurt, we have the Oikos yogurt and it's like, it said, um, what did it say? The. Anyway, it was last week. The date was last week, right? And so I'm, I'm, I'm texting, you know, because we're on uh, DM on uh, at work. Uh, I texted Fran. I was like, yo, bro. I was like, you think a week is okay for yogurt? And he was like, well, what does it smell like? I was like, well, I don't know. I haven't opened it yet. And he goes, well, is it smelly? Is it chunky? What is it? And so I opened it up and I was like, I had just put lotion on, dude. <laughs> And so, like, I opened it up, and I'm like this. It's like, damn, I only smell this fucking lotion. Like, God dang it. So I had to go downstairs, and I had to hit big tear <laughs> smell. I was like, yo, does this smell like regular yogurt? And she was all, yeah, it smells fine. And I was like, all right, I'm going to start mixing this up. So I started mixing it up, and it was still, like, not, f- like, getting fully smooth. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, a little yeah. watery kind of. Not not watery, but, like, not fully smooth. Like, has, like, a little bit of, like, speckle. Like, not oh, speckle, shit, like, nope. It wasn't smoothing out, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I took a bite of it, and I was like, "Man, this is—I don't know. I can't. You know, I can't do it." Like, and that was that was stretching it for me because usually I'm the same way, dude. Yeah. Like, if it's day of, if it's day of, you, you know, it's funny. You lose all sense of smell, like what milk is supposed to smell like, because you smell oh, the, yeah. like is that is that what is that what regular milk smells like? I was like, I don't remember what milk. You like, you're like, oh man. And so, yeah, but oh. Yeah, organic milk, and it smells terrible when it's not even expired yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it kind of does. Like, it depends. Like, if you get, like, what's that one? Horizon? You ever get Dude, that? Dude, Horizon lasts for fucking ever. It does. It does. And it smells awful the whole time. I don't know if that's related to it or not. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, uh, no, I don't play with that, dude. You remember when I ate the tortillas and I did it twice? I ate tortillas two different times in my life that were expired and fucked me up. Yeah, so and you're sick. like, no, it doesn't have, it is not green or anything. It's fine. Yeah, we were just talking about this the other day because I, I remember the time that I drank an expired beer before I went. Oh to yeah, it. yeah I and I got sick. And then my bosses, fat tire, I, right? Wasn't a fat tire. It was a fat tire. Yeah, well, because <laughs> dude, my dad had liver disease. He fucking stopped drinking like a decade before, and I never thought about. it. I was like, beers don't go bad, do they? Do beers go bad? And so I, you know, I came home from work. I drank an MGD light. And then I drink. I just grabbed whatever was out there, and then I grabbed a fat tire, and that was my dad's favorite beer. Should have had a red flag right there. Mom doesn't <laughs> drink beer that much. <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? But I was young and stupid. Drank it, got sick as hell, dude. I started throwing up around 2 a.m. Uh, didn't stop throwing up until about probably 2 or 3. No, it wasn't that late. It was probably like 11 or noon the next day. But I tried calling in. And I told my boss, I was like, bro, I'm so sick. And they're like, what happened? Of course, I'm too honest. I should have been like, bro, I ate some expired wheat tortillas. But instead, I said I drank a fat tire that was really, really old. And they said, what, bro? Oh, it was, you drank beer and got sick? Get your ass to work. And they, they I guess things have probably changed. This was a long time ago. But they they made me come to work, dude. And I was, I worked at RTD down there on, uh, for, you know, Accessoride. We used to yeah. set up the routes for those guys. And it was on something like 23rd and Alcott. And so I went down, went to work, and like in between phone calls, I'm 
running to the bathroom and hurling and then coming back like he had no tolerance man i was like come oh, on bro. god dude yeah they i didn't... think i've only had yeah one like one instance where i was like ridiculously sick on something that i ate and i remember like typical you know my curious fashion i was fine like in a couple hours you know it was like went through me and i was like oh all right that was it <laughs> dang yeah that's nice Got them good genes, Pierce. Mine says mine are good too. I don't. I'm, I'm, we had very similar on like on the twenty three and Me, right? Like, yeah. I have no. What's it called? What do they say? No indicators or no? Yeah, no variations. No variations. Yeah, no variations yeah. detected. Right. For yeah. Pretty much Variant. everything. Variants not detected. And I think we had the same one, right? The we're more prone to have celiac or uh, yeah, celiac. That's like the yeah. uh, gluten yeah. allergy or whatever. Like yeah, later on you're not going to be able to eat any tortillas, dollar. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I like wheat tortillas. I like like the spinach wrap tortillas and all that stuff. And um, this morning, so I, like, um, uh, I made some huevos rancheros. Oh, nice! And yeah, I was like, the tortillas. Like, damn. I was like, I'm gonna miss, and you're gonna miss when I have to go to back to work, dude. You know, because like you know, when I make breakfast, I'll I'll make her some breakfast too, and yeah, like, you're really gonna miss this when I have to go back to work. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. As soon as you said it, when you said huevos rancheros, I was like, oh, bro, that's some work from home breakfast right there. <laughs> I remember when I was working from home, I used to eat a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Now I do like a quick oatmeal in the morning before I take off, and everything's <laughs> well, go ahead. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Everything was easy. You know, when we were going to the office, you know, I'd bring my yogurts. You know, I eat the same thing every day. I eat my Oikos yogurt my two clementines my apple my orange and then i have my protein drink that would be every morning because it's just simple just bring it to work and right. put in your lunch you know and you're ready to go but now i'm at home dude i'm like i'm gordon ramsay in this bitch I'm make <laughs> as a fron always jokes around he's like you're over there making like like eggs florentine and like souffles and shit oh hell yeah <laughs> dude that's gonna be me on spring break right now she is <laughs> Hell yeah. No, that's a lovely thing, man. Waking up in the morning and being able to cook yourself like a nice breakfast. Yep. Yeah. But I still don't eat until like 10 o'clock usually, so. Oh, really? You do like the intermittent fasting thing? Well, I just, I don't know. I just don't get don't get hungry until later. Yeah. Yeah. So. I st- well, I used to be like that too, and then I just started eating breakfast in the morning. Now, now in the morning. The other thing for me too is the problem is, is that I get ravenous by the afternoon. And so, like, if I do that, because, like, last year when I was working and it was just total chaos every single day, um, yeah. a lot of times I wouldn't even take a lunch because I didn't have, you know, a lot of time during the day. I was like, I got to use this this off time to write my plans or whatever. And so I would sometimes miss, if I miss breakfast, then I would just not eat all day. And I did that most days where I just have coffee in the morning and that was it. But, dude, yeah. then I'd get home at 3 o'clock and I would fucking eat like a, <laughs> a woman in her eighth month of pregnancy, bro. Like, I would just <laughs> mow down massive amounts of food. It's, you can't do that. <laughs> So I find that if I eat breakfast and I I take the time to make myself a lunch at night and then take a few minutes and eat the next uh-huh. day, then I come home much more normal. Have you know a <laughs> snack or something and then dinner. But yeah, yeah. The, my problem though with the with lunches is that the microwave and the refrigerator are like on the other damn side of the building, dude. So I don't really have a chance. It's like a it's a time killer if I go down there and actually use it. So I just take salads and wraps. Stuff, yeah. that, stuff I can keep cold every day. And then I try to eat a hot breakfast in the morning. Sometimes I do make eggs. Um, no egg, no huevos rancheros, though, bro. I don't got that kind of time. 
<laughs> yeah. My favorite breakfast, honestly, is like sourdough bread with an egg and then um, like a half an avocado between two slices. So like two slices of sourdough bread, two eggs, and a half of uh, avocado smeared on the two of them. Oh, fucking to die for. Best sound breakfast. Like, sound like California. Yeah. Well, that with my I have two go-tos. It's that one. And then, of course, I love like um, the rolled oats with a little bit of uh, protein powder. And then blueberries. Yeah. So I do like the vanilla protein powder. I actually do that orgain that you were saying tastes so god awful. It tastes good to me. But no, I no, do. It's not, it's not god awful. It's just that I just messed up with it. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, you got the probiotic one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> but yeah. So I like those. Those are my two breakfasts. And I like the, I like the oatmeal one because it sticks to your ribs, bro. It keeps you full for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, it was funny because I was like, I was telling, someone was asking me, um, like, well, what do you eat? And this and that. You're, you're a big dude. And this, and I was like, well, I, I do eat like every two hours. Like, I'll eat at 10, you know, and then, you know, later on, like probably around 1130, I'll have like a, a protein bar. And then, you know, about one, I'll have my lunch. And then, you know, 230 again, I'll have, you know, some protein drink and some, some more food. And then, you know, I'll go work. The only, then I have a space. It's so like from like three to, you know, five, five thirty is, you know, I'll, I'll be working out for a couple hours. All right. And then when I get done, then I'll have a protein drink and then it's dinner time. Dang, that's cool. So we work out about the same, around the same time. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's dope. Yeah. And you mentioned a protein bar. What kind of protein bar do you eat? I get those, dude, I get these Costco, the Costco ones mm. and they're the Kirkland signature protein bars, like 20 grams, but they have like, um, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough one. Oh shit! I think I've had that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's like a legit. It's like legit eating like raw. Is it like a tan brown wrapper, or no? No, it's a blue. Oh, the baby blue one. Gotcha. No, wait, no, a purple one. Oh, the cookie dough's purple, and then the they have a chocolate brownie one, and that one's uh, uh blue. Bro, did you see just Michael just put in the in the chat scrambled eggs, a little baby spinach, shredded cheese on wheat tortilla. Um, I, I don't necessarily do that combo, but dude, I have become addicted to spinach. Like, yeah, like throwing it in there, having a little bit with my eggs, or or putting it on, like I said, the toast, the avocado, the egg, and then you top it with spinach. Ooh. Spinach, spinach is like a fine line, though, bro. Between like burning it, you mean? Not burning, no, not burning it, but like it going bad. Oh, like. Yes. When spinach goes bad, bro, it goes bad. Like exactly. it just sneaks everything up. Steep drop and it off. Just, <laughs> it could just be like one little leaf in there. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, a little soggy leaf. And all of a sudden, that whole thing is like Jack. walking in that. And you're like, oh, I'm not going to eat the rest of this. Dude, shit. that's, yeah, <laughs> that's another one you don't want to play with. Don't play with that yeah, one. E. coli? Is that what spinach has? Yeah. Well, they've had those E. coli breakouts. They're not, yeah. I don't think it's naturally a spinach thing. It's people handling oh. it, you know, being gross. Yeah. So, yeah, no, there's a, uh, yeah, for sure, dude. But Maya has a thing. She's, I've eaten it and been safe. So I now believe her. <laughs> but she, uh, because I'm the same way with spinach, I don't even play, but she blanches it where she like super, super, I think she just boils the shit out of it. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. And then freezes it. And then you can use it for, for different things. So that, like if you are in a situation where you're, I mean, unless it's really bad. If it's bad already, don't <laughs> fuck with it. But if it's like a couple of days over and you're like, we're not going to be able to finish this and it hasn't gone bad yet, you can you can blanch it. But I think that probably takes all this, the good stuff out of it. Yeah. No, dude, I used to have an ex who um, I remember going over to their parents, her parents' house for dinner one time and they were making like enchiladas and mm. 
I remember they had like, you know, like the brick cheese and they're like, yeah, get some brick cheese out. If you want to shred the lettuce, you know, and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. I help you guys out. You know, being like the, you know, the good boyfriend. Yeah. Of course. And you know, impressing the parents. And so, um, you know, I was helping them out and I remember I took the foil off the end of that fucking cheese block, bro. And there was like mold on you it. You told me about this. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, we need some more cheese. And they're like, why? I was like, you got mold at the end of this thing, man. I was like, and she came over and she just chopped it off that end off. And she's like, there you go. Just go ahead and finish shredding it. I was like, dude, that's, what? that's my, my mom and Myra is both the same way, dude. <laughs> I don't fuck around. I was a bachelor for too long, man. You can fuck your food up. You can really make yourself sick if you don't even play around. <laughs> pretend like you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Like, my face, I literally was like, for real? Yeah. No. Dude, I never, avocados, I never have tripped on because I've never gotten sick from them. Even when they get, you know, it's almost like a banana. Like, it just, it gets similar. But yeah. I, I, I think I might have went a little too far. I didn't get a stomach ache because I was all right. <laughs> but the last, when I made a wrap, like I said, I put, actually, it was on a wrap. I put a little bit of avocado. But it had, I had cut it in half the day before. It had been in the, maybe not, it was actually more than a day. It was a f- couple days that since I had cut it, it sat in the fridge, like in the, we put it in the butter thing, like butter thing like a ziploc you know yeah uh, to keep it fresh but it had you know some of the dark stuff and my says i don't have to take it off but i always take off like all the dark parts <laughs> but when i was eating it bro i tasted a little like of that like banana sugar like that like crazy i was like no uh-uh nope that was too far next time no not having it <laughs> but it didn't make next me sick you just let my next time just let my eat it <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, well, dude, and I, I think there's a thing, man. They got we we joke in our family. We call it a Filipino stomach, and like Jaden has it for sure. That dude could eat fucking rusty nails; he'd be fine. Like it doesn't, nothing bothers him. Like he, he can eat whatever. And my wife's like that too. So often we'll eat something, I'll be like, man, oh god, do you guys that make you guys feel a little sick? And they're like, no, I'm good. I'm gonna have another one. <laughs> like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, doesn't bother him. Or if I have you ever had like a traditional Filipino breakfast? Filipinos don't fuck around in the morning, dude. It might as well be 7 p.m. on a Saturday. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you've never had it, have langonisa. It's like a, a Filipino sausage. But it's, I mean, it is good, but boy, do you like garlic? Do you like garlic stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's kapow garlic. Like, like for two days, you're going to smell like garlic if you eat that sausage. <laughs> um, yeah, but they have that. And just like, a, just like, a, like my role make these like fried fish, you know? They still got the head and everything. Like there's different depending on what it is for yeah. breakfast. I'm like I can handle it for dinner or something, but for breakfast. Well, it's so, so funny because like um, it's it's us. It's a Western. We're used. It's a Western breakfast. That's what we're used to, right? Because we, you know, the eggs, the bacon, you know, yeah. you know, hash browns. Mm-hmm. That's a Western breakfast. Because everywhere else in the world, bro, is is opposite. Like when we were in China, like. Their, their their breakfast food is like their regular everyday lunch dinner foods. Like they're eating fucking noodles, you know, rice and like meat and everything like that <laughs> yeah, in the morning. That's like, my kids and wife. And so it's like, but you know, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, the eggs or something. Like, where's the bacon? Like, where's the sausage? And like, well, there's chi- there's chicken sausage. And I was like, chick chick yeah. sausage. Like, yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah, or they'll be like, we'll have leftover fried chicken. It's breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, that's not a breakfast food. You can't. I mean, you can. Like, if you do it right, you don't want to have leftover fried chicken from fucking Popeye's yeah. for breakfast. But yeah. but chicken and waffles is a thing, right? That's a good breakfast. 
<laughs> That's different. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just our Western. I mean, even in the UK, right? They have like the the beans and the sausage with their eggs and the toast and all that stuff. So it's a little. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's kind of similar, but yeah, we definitely as a Western breakfast have changed that up and <laughs> yeah. made that our staple. We're like, I need eggs and this and that and. Dude, two breakfasts I grew up eating because of my dad that I fucking love. Have you ever had migas before? You'll have to have it at our house some, sometime. You have to come by. Okay. It, it's like uh, it's like got tortillas in it and eggs, and it's just like kind of like random stuff. They just kind of throw it in there, fry it up in the morning, um, and it is bomb ass. But the other thing, my dad has a gift. I don't know what it is he does. All he does is make scrambled eggs, and sometimes he'll play, make refried beans with it, puts it in a, a tortilla, and it's the it doesn't taste like when I put those same things together. Like yeah. it's so fucking bomb. I don't know what he does to the eggs. I don't know what he does to everything, but it is so good. So every once in a while he gets a wild hair up his butt and like we'll wake up in the morning and there's like a pile of breakfast burritos and you're like, Oh shit. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Give me one of those. <laughs> well, I remember that's like, you know, again, I grew up in a Mexican household. And so I remember when I go to my godparents and I had to stay over there. And uh, for breakfast, I just remember my my godfather. It'd be a pile of salt in the middle of the table, and there'd be jalapenos like right there. Ooh. And so, like you know, we have eggs and you know bacon and 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 all that stuff. And he'd just be sitting there like <laughs> dipping in the salt, <laughs> just eating it by itself. Yeah, eat well with the other breakfast, you know, like with eggs and everything like that. But I just remember oh. just him taking that initial bite and then dipping it in the salt. Take another bite and just like, you know, eating breakfast like normal. Damn, like, damn dude. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't even I don't play like that in the morning. I can't eat stuff like that in the morning. I've messed around. <laughs> I put like Cholula on my eggs or something. I don't even do that in the morning. Like <laughs> too much. Yeah. Um, I got an espresso machine though, dude. That is it's so funny. Uh-oh. She was asking me for a while and I was kinda like I, I really didn't carry the way, but she made it out like I didn't want her to get one. Um uh, but they, you know, they're not cheap. But she got yeah. one and dude, I got fucking addicted. They're so Uh-oh. good. They're so good. There's so many. They're so good. This is how good they are, dude, because I love coffee, right? Th- they're so good. I was like, you have to get us some decaffeinated pods because sometimes I just want to have a cup of coffee at night, like after dinner, but, yeah. I, but, but I'm not like you Pierce. If I drink caffeine late at night, it'll, it yeah. will mess with my sleep. Um, <laughs> dude, it's so good. It's a Nespresso machine. Yeah, that's a, okay. So fucking good. And that's, they have, the, that's the George Clooney one. Is it? What do you mean? Yeah. He has one of those Clooney, like, commercials for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I wonder if mine knows that. <laughs> What if we got a fucking that's why we got it <laughs> no they're so good man they're so good and then she's got like this i don't know what you call it what's the thing that like whips up the milk and it like heats it up at the same time it's like a little i forgot what they're called sometimes you can get them like in a stick version where you stick it in the cup and like it's got yeah, like a little yeah, spring looking thing on yeah. the end froth a yeah. frother that's what i think it's okay. called yeah like we don't have a fucking enough frothers we already got a stick one we got one coming out of the side of our our ninja coffee machine and now we got like one that's like in a cup where you pour the milk in and it heats it up at the same time but it's hey, all bunch of like baristas over there like <laughs> dude we literally you have to come over we, i don't know if it was there before when you when you came by but um they we literally have a barista like i don't know what you call it. it looks like a what do you call it i don't know what that piece of furniture is it's like a uh looks like a, a 
the dresser or something. I don't know, but it goes in the kitchen. It's for it's specifically yeah. for the kitchen, and it's got like drawers and stuff, and you slide it out, and it's got all the coffee cups and like it's crazy. It's ridiculous and, what we have yeah. going over here. Yeah, <laughs> little cafe. Yeah, cafe dollar. <laughs> yeah. Well, they. Uh, I remember when we were like searching for um, uh, for a refrigerator for the new house here. Yeah. And, you know, just going through different places and we were like looking at refrigerators, like, dude, some refrigerators are ridiculous. I mean, our refrigerator is ridiculous. We have a tablet refrigerator. So, you know, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It connects to the internet. tells you, bro, it, it gives you recipes. <laughs> I know. I know. Recipes on how to like, based on what's in your fucking refrigerator. Yeah. Like, Oh, maybe you should make this for dinner. You're like, what the fuck? Dude, being a, that's getting old and being a, a full ass grown up. It's like so crazy all that stuff. Like how much yeah. those things cost because we've been fighting everything, dude. Our dishwasher is a piece of shit from 1971 or something. It's got to be. <laughs> and then we forever our microwave microwave was a piece of shit. Eventually that one took a. a this is how we we do it. We don't get them in time. We wait yeah. till the shit dies and we're like, okay, better go get a new one. So we finally got a really good microwave. And then recently, I don't know if I told you about this. Like we all joke, my mom like. It was on my birthday, actually. My mom caught the oven on fire. <laughs> like our oven got jacked, dude. And it, it wasn't. It seemed like it wasn't even her fault, but it was like super old. Uh, and so we replaced that. So now we have a nice stove. But that's the big debate in the house. Is like my mom always jokes around like how tight we are because we don't. She's like, just get a new fridge. And she's always showing us pictures of the ones like you got, you know, with the tablet yeah. and all that. Dude, our fridge yep. is so old. <laughs> hey, man, but it works. It keeps the food cold. We got a freezer. It's functioning. So we're we're waiting as long as possible to get a new one. Um, but, dude, that's hilarious. You have one of those. Does it do you any good? Does Is it actually beneficial to have all that shit on your fridge? I mean, no, I mean, it's just... <laughs> I mean, you can Honesty. like you, look, you can even look in the refrigerator. Like, if you're not home, like if you're at the grocery store, right? Mm -hmm. You have the app, and you like push the button, and it's like, "What's in the refrigerator?" And, and the cameras, there's cameras in the refrigerator. Are you kidding? Yeah, and so you can see what's in your refrigerator. Like, if you're at the grocery store, bro, right? that would be handy for me for kids snatching food when they're not supposed to be eating in the middle of the night. <laughs> Busted. I don't think there's an alert function on that. Oh, color. they need to combine with like the porch camera and get that shit. But together. the uh, uh, tech movement. Well, actually, I can see. I can see my ring on my refrigerator. Like if somebody rings the doorbell, if I'm in the kitchen, you know, it's like, <laughs> that's actually oh, funny. Okay. Yeah. That's and then handy. like because my house is like a smart house, so now if somebody <laughs> if somebody fucking is at my door and I'm inside the kitchen, you know, cooking, and they ring and do my ring, then it comes to my refrigerator. And then I'm like, oh, sweet. Yeah. And I can unlock the, the door from my phone. Like, beep. Yep. Just, yep. Same here. Same here. Where does this shit in? This is wild because we finished up. I told you I was teaching my students uh, a unit on climate change. We finished it today. So when we come back from spring break, we're doing AI. Like, that's the whole unit we're going to talk about. This shit is getting fascinating. Like, when you th you say that stuff out loud, I'm like, oh, that's crazy, bro. Oh, I, I have that, too. Yep. Yeah, I totally <laughs> have that, too. You know, it's so funny. Like, we were... Um, did did I tell you my mom fell recently? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were all joking around. It was only okay because my mom was the first one. She watched it on the security video, and she couldn't stop laughing. And so we all started watching it, and we were trying so hard because she got pretty jacked. She's had a boot on for like a few days and stuff. Nothing broke, nothing like that, but she like <laughs> jacked her foot up pretty hard. Um <laughs> but it's so funny so you i snagged the video i have tiktok i don't ever post i don't do anything on there except watch my kids and make sure that they're not up to any you know acting crazy <laughs> so but so i made my first tiktok though you know that song that have you ever are you on tiktok 
No, I, well, we have yeah. it, but we I just watched the videos too. Yeah, have you ever seen like the oh no, oh no, yeah. oh no, no, no? I did that video for my mom, like when she walked out the front <laughs> because she was the way she fell, dude. I mean, like she just went like straight down like completely down and in like we're all walking outside we all were out there at the time that it happened so all of a sudden you just see us like panicking everybody's running around trying to trying to help her and stuff but that was my first tiktok but i didn't put it publicly i made it private <laughs> and then i sent it to my mom <laughs> That's funny dude well no like the whole purpose of it was um what i was saying like when we were looking for refrigerators right some of them get crazy ridiculous i'm talking like they have like bamboo wood like inside the refrigerator, like the what? inside of the refrigerator has like this light in it. That's like ambiance, like based on the time of day that it is. Um, and like, there's one that had a fucking espresso machine attached to it. dollar. <laughs> like it had like, you know, the, the water, the ice cold water, but it also had a little, like a little, you know, those little jigger things that you put in with the espresso and pack it in and, yeah. and it would fucking make you an espresso. Your refrigerator. <clears throat> And this is attached like, well, to the refrigerator. So you got Yeah, this. it's attached to the refrigerator, dude. And it because it's like it was filtered water and you know, refrigerator, you know, all this stuff. You're like, damn, dude, like yeah. what the hell? Like, geez, man. I don't understand the point of that at all. And like if it, if it's uh, did they just make it look like bamboo or is it literally bamboo? No, it was literally bamboo. What the bro. fuck? Why would you like, put plant matter like wooden in trays and stuff? Dude, yeah, it's crazy. Oh my god, dude! What is it? Eighteen sixty-four? Like that's? Have you seen the refrigerators from back in the day? They literally had wood. And there was some that had like um, some of the refrigerators had like the gorilla glass on the outside, so it was glass on the outside too. Oh yeah, no, I've seen those. And so like, dude, that I, is wild. Oh that, you know, the all glass door, mm, I could see it. I mean, you really got to keep your fridge tight if you're going to do that. But, but I know, right? <laughs> Which is in my house, dude. There's like 700 <laughs> people over here. Are you kidding me? Like trying to keep that thing together is a nightmare. Um, but uh, if you had it clear, you would save a lot more money. I can't tell you how many times I come down, I walk into the kitchen, and my son's standing and just got the fridge open. Like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that costs money. What are you doing? <laughs> well, ours... Ours does a warning, so if that fridge is open too long, it starts to beep at you. Like, <laughs> see, see, it's got some useful features. There's no denying that. <laughs> I don't know about the yeah. That's that's crazy. But so, for, you know, what uh, what camera do you have in your porch? What kind do you guys have? We have the Ring. We have the Rings. The yeah, ring. so I have okay. two. I have the Ring doorbell, and I have the the Ring up top. Gotcha. We've got like the, I think it's called Vivint or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's decent. I hate that it misses stuff sometimes, though. Well, you can, well, ours, you can change it to a setting. And so, like, I have a solar panel hooked up to mine, um, my camera that's above the garage. And so it always has juice in it, you know, because it's always getting powered by the sun. So this, you know, so I put it on, like, the most, like, crazy settings, like, to record All the to time. get a screen every five minutes. You know, it'll, oh. it'll take a chunk of time every five minutes. Um, and it's funny because I actually caught uh, a fox a couple of times going. There's a fox that's going to our backyard. like some nights and i've wow. caught it like going through the side into the backyard and everything on the side so but yeah it's like that and i did that because somebody when i told you that one time when it snowed not this last blizzard um fucking plowed down that light pole in front of our house yeah that's what you were saying did yeah. i tell you after that and our camera and our camera didn't catch it because it was the setting times it was on didn't, didn't catch it. Didn't catch it. Oh, yeah. dang. See, ours is set like on a motion, but that's what I mean. Sometimes it doesn't pick it up. Like I've literally had here and there like a delivery video that just didn't get picked up. Or I'm OCD and I'll check it and I know what time I left for work. And all of a sudden yeah. it's like not there. It's it's pretty rare that that happens, but it yeah. does. It does occasionally happen. I'd be like, man, I don't want to play with that kind of luck. Like 
something goes wrong and then you don't catch it. But uh, right after you told me about that, because that was right after the snowstorm, um, there was uh, our stop sign on the corner right there when you like turn onto my street. That yeah. stop sign was like jacked, like at a super <laughs> angle, like somebody definitely ran into it. Yeah. People, man, I hope they, I don't know. I would tell somebody if that shit happened to me. Like if I ran into, I hope people do that. Feels yeah. like maybe some people just are like, nah, I'm out. Peace. I'm out. Peace. No yeah. cameras, no cameras. Yeah. Later. Like, like I said, I was going to do with that fence. Yeah. <laughs> Bam, gone. See ya. <laughs> yeah, that I do love about the camera, bro. You can zoom in like a mofo. Yeah. Like you can, like afterward, you can pause it and just zoom yeah. way in. It's like super. Cl- I mean, it's actually overall, it's kind of blurry when you're watching it, but it's surprisingly, it doesn't lose any fidelity, like as you zoom, yeah. which is, which is awesome. And the fact that I do this motion is crazy for me as a fucking 42 year old, bro. Cause like <laughs> it, it's the weirdest feeling. You ever done that with a real picture? And you're like, what's wrong with my brain? <laughs> like looking at looking like an old school, like physical paper picture. And you're like, I want to see it. Oh, what the hell am I doing? Ridiculous. Well, it's funny because I got that um, that Oculus, that VR headset, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I'll play games on it or something like that. But, dude, if you look at your phone, like after you do it, like it messes you up because, you know, you've been looking at the VR thing and you don't, you know, what's there. And so you're like, yeah, yeah. like am, I t- am I touch? Oh, okay. Touch it. Touch it. That's right actually touch it yeah <laughs> because like on the vr thing you know you're just like this you know this swipe in air right. and it's moving stuff and yeah <laughs> Dang. yeah we've seen some changes in our life pierce that is that's another weird thing about getting older just like thinking about that like back in the day when you take pictures you know you had to go to rite aid and shit and like <laughs> haven't developed the film you know you go in fact i in high school that was one of my jobs when i worked at rite aid in california i, I worked at the in the photo booth for a while yeah and the 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 110 film Mm-hmm. The, oh yeah they had different types yeah <laughs> oh yeah yep <laughs> and we grew up in the time when they, those uh disposable cameras were like really big yeah those things yep. good luck i can't believe they still sell those you still see them and you're like who the what the why would you like what do you fucking need this for it's got to be yeah. for older people yeah dan yeah one of our my buddies on yeah dan 110 film dude oh yeah that was that one that all-in-one you yeah. just like plopped in and you just were like, yeah, 100%. But it's baffling to me that people still buy it, that they still they keep an inventory of it at the store. You see them in there because people buy well, them. Who, where do you get them developed? You just have to send them in now? Or no, you what? still go. It's still the same. Like you go, but that, that's how, that's the only thing they do in the fucking camera center now, I guess. It's like those, <laughs> those occasional people that come in. No, I see it in there. I've actually seen it at the one right here by our house. Uh, I'd say Rite Aid, but it's actually a, um, what do you call it? A Walgreens. Oh. Yeah, Ampa is saying they're for hipsters. Is that like, right? Is that yeah. real? Is that real? Oh my god! Like, yeah. It's retro, bro. Look at the picture quality on this man. You can't get this. You can't get this. Is a real photo, man. A real photo in my hands, man. Are you kidding? Have you seen my phone? Like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way. That's useless. I got motherfucking space zoom. I can see space. <laughs> that's a useless <laughs> piece of shit. Why would you buy it? Yeah, no. Well, I it's funny because that's developing film is how my mom found out I had tattoo. I told you that story before. Oh, back in the day she developed it or something and saw. Yeah. So like my mom, I had my mom develop my fucking film for me. And I, you know, I got a tattoo when I was, when I turned 18. So I was still in high school and everything. Right. And so Mm -hmm. that was always like, you know, different, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got a tattoo, you know? Like, yeah, man, I'm 18, man. Tattoo. Yeah. And, um, I just remember like, you know, my mom, didn't like tattoos, you know, doesn't, she still doesn't have a tattoo or anything like that. And she doesn't like them, but, um, 
uh, but yeah, dude. So I remember I gave her the film and then I fucking forgot dollar. I fucking forgot. There's a picture of me like with my cat and I'm like holding my cat like this. And that's the tattoo that's right here of the cat. <laughs> I was being clever. And I was just like, like, Oh, that's hilarious. And then my mom went through the fucking film and, uh, um, yeah, bro. She's like, we went to, and, and I had already moved out by then too. And so when she was like, we were at like lunch, my mom like reached over the table to grab my sleeve. And I did one of what she's like like, i just you had something on your sleeve i'm like no i don't have anything she goes let me see it i was like oh shit (laughs) oh my god see that can only happen when we were kids yeah oh dan by the way we we start usually at eight o'clock today was a little later we started at 8 15 but yeah fridays at eight o'clock we're starting to make this a normal regular thing here between me and sometimes guests too so yeah Oh, yeah, definitely. Seems like most of the time lately, it's good to have people on. Again, let's talk to Joella. I want to get her on, talk vaccines. What was the other one we were talking about? Oh, I'd like to have Lacey back specifically to talk about the issue of um, guns and stuff like that. Just yeah. Because people come down all around in the, in the United States about that, so it'd be an interesting one to talk about. Yeah. And again, it's, it's me and you are indifferent to every, just about everything. You know, We're pretty wide open, middle ground people. Yeah, I think that's why you would really like Andrew Schultz, dude. You got to check it out, <laughs> listeners. If you haven't, check out Andrew Schultz. His comedy is super funny. He does a lot of crowd work and stuff. He's he's very hilarious, dude. But his Netflix special is pure fire. It is yeah. unbelievably. It's very yeah. written, check written, that, dude. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he's very middle. That's the whole point. Yeah, actually, you know what's funny? I, I read some fun facts, Dollar. What? It kind of. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start doing those here. I, I know I said oh, yeah. it last week. I was going to start putting them out, but I'll start doing them this upcoming week. But um, actually one of the, uh, one fun fact that I saw, you know, we we're talking about being moderate, you know, being, you know, either, or, you know, left or right and right or left, or, you know, dogs or cats, um, that kind of a thing. Um, Elvis Presley's manager back in the day, like, you know, there's people who loved Elvis. There's people that hated Elvis. Well, Elvis Presley's manager, he would also um, market. I hate Elvis badges. Who did that? His, his manager, Elvis Presley's manager, Smart would dude. also market I hate Elvis badges. So, Ugh. low key, like his his haters were also. <laughs> wow, what a move, bro. So, yeah, his manager was fucking clever, dude. Oh my God, what a move. Not only is it a money making thing, but you're like, I'm making money off you because you don't. Yeah, like yeah Elvis. I'm making money on my haters. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I wonder if the people who bought it like realize that he probably set it up in a way where they don't recognize it, right? It's like some yeah. like some other company name or some you know they don't recognize like they're literally buying this from the Elvis Empire. Yeah, <laughs> what a tragic life that dude was. Like that's what happens when you get that crazy, crazy fame. Oh, geez, yeah. That's about as tragic of an end as as you can find, man. And I don't mean I guess there's more tragic, like you know super unfortunate type of stuff but when you look at like his life like damn the the fall from fucking the high pinnacle of his career that he was at at one point and then where he was at the end like didn't he literally die on a toilet or something like that yeah well, yeah oh, i <laughs> uh, gained all that weight and just like fell apart like whew, that sucks man <laughs> But you know, too, at the same time, that motherfucker was like, I am sexy as fuck still. <laughs> yeah, he probably didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Coked> <laughs> up. 
<laughs> yeah. No, no thanks, man. No thanks to that kind of a life. That's that's so crazy. What was the did, when you were younger, did you know what you wanted to do? Like when you were like in elementary and middle school and high school? Like when did you kind of figure out like what you want to do with your life or did did you ever think much about it? I, I don't know. I still don't know what I want to do. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, no, it was funny because, like, yeah, growing up, I was like, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a firefighter. You know, I want to do a firefighter, and you know, and and put out fires and this and that. And it's actually funny, Dan, listening. Um, he was a firefighter for a while. Um, and uh, oh, nice! And, Shout out to yeah. Dan. Thank you, brother. But uh, yeah, so I used to, I used to want to be a firefighter, and then like, kind of like Dean Cook, you know, was saying, you know, like then I realized, I'm like, fuck, fire is hot, bro. Like that's real hot, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's dangerous shit like hell damn. yeah you ever seen backdraft yeah i was like dang dude okay fire okay okay you know what i'm gonna be an architect bro i'm gonna be an architect i want to build these fancy buildings like you know I, I like i like arts and i like structure and i like the way things are made and and you know just put together and like i wanted to be that person like put something magnificent together and then i was like oh what jump jump geometry oh <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that either. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll be a lawyer, dude. I'll be a lawyer. I was like, I like law. It's like I'm always pretty critical, and I was like, I'm a good thinker. You know, I like to research stuff. I was like, you know, I can do that. And I remember taking a few law classes. Um, uh, and it was just like intro to business law. You know, like you know, interest intro to other law at a, you know at a community college, bro. And I was like, oh fuck, what? <laughs> I was like, the law is not black and white. I'm like, damn, dude. It's uh, like, you know, you know, this person can do this, um, but they can't do this. But they can do this if they did this already prior to that. But if they didn't do that prior to that, then they can do this. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, you're just like, yeah. nah, dude. I mean, the only thing that I found that was like interesting was like in the business, I was like the copywriting and like the trade secrets and stuff like that. That was kind of cool to find out like the big companies out there that, how they you know have, have survived for so long like coca-cola you know oh yeah they still have their secret recipe on wraps you know nobody has has replicated coca-cola and, and and never will um because there's you know it's it's literally locked down in a vault oh yeah and it's the same yeah. with music and stuff too like yeah, it dude. works the same way with like when you write a song copywriting and all that yeah dude <clears throat> but yeah I just i just thought it was wild and like i said then i was like nah dude and I was like, what? Lawyer got to be how long? Like a doctor? I'm like, no, I don't want to go to school that long. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? It's funny because then I was like, you know, the, the, uh, that movie, What Women Want. Oh, yeah. Isn't that Mel Gibson? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Right. And uh, he was a marketing executive and they were doing things like for like Nike and everything like that. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I love that. I was like, you market things, like, you know, draw and make schemes up and stuff like that. I was like, yes, dude, that's what I want to do, marketing. So that's what my first major was, dude. That was like the the first uh, degree was the marketing one, dude. And, oh, that's funny. And then, yeah, then I was like, dude, everyone has a fucking marketing degree. <laughs> like, damn it. 100%. And then, and then, yeah, and then you don't use it, you know. And there's some things like from time to time, like you remember from when you do it, like, oh, I can advertise this or I can do this or this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, and, but yeah. And then, and then I thought I wanted to do the human resources, which 
I haven't, I haven't done anything with that either. And I went back to school <laughs> to get another bachelor's degree. For that <laughs> Pierce, you're hilarious. <laughs> I'm still just chilling. Uh, yeah. I paid for that one. So yeah, now I'm just hanging out doing the finance thing, but which is still fine. I mean, Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I made a, a, a career out of it. I've been doing it for, it was funny. We just did it. You were my boss. Like how long ago? Like yeah. a long ass time ago. Well, it was funny because I was like, um, um, we were watching it. Uh, we were, we were doing a training, right. And we had to introduce each other and ourselves. And they were like, and how long have you been in financial aid? And I was like, looking, and I was like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I've been in financial aid for almost 15 years. The years go by oh quick, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and I was the same way with financial aid, dude. It was, it was an unintended career for me. Like, yeah. It happened because of my mom, because my mom was in financial aid. And so, you know, she connected me to some people at a different campus and I got in and I was like, oh, I'll do this for a year or two or three or five or nine or 15. And so, but, you know, all of a sudden you look up and you're like, what the fuck? This was not the plan, bro. <laughs> that was for me, you know, like my mom, that was her whole thing. That was her jam yeah. from the time she was young. She totally loved yep. it. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny how life is like that. You reminded me of back in college when I started uh, my degree. And because when I was young, really young, I wanted to be like in as young as like elementary and middle school, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Like that was my thing. I was going to go go out in the ocean and study fucking dolphins and turtles and stuff like that. And like, <laughs> I'm picturing myself taking a, you know, those six pack things off of the turtle. Uh, but then in, in reality, what happened was the same thing happened to me, bro. I went to Humboldt State University in California when I started college. And it's like known for its sciences like it's super super it's a regular state college but it's different than all the rest because it's very elite with mathematics and biology um, okay. particularly like wildlife management and stuff like that so i my first semester i took a biology they had two different biologies they had biology for science majors and biology for non-science majors i took that shit that i was like immediately dropped it i was like no <laughs> fucking way because i took and i took ap bio and stuff in in high school but i never took the test or and you know i could have tested out of it um and it yeah. wasn't it wasn't that bad but when i took it at humboldt state university it was no joke. So I immediately switched to the bio for non-majors and immediately switched my major to anthropology because I could still study like some biology type of stuff, but it was more like on my level. Like I didn't have to be, be ridiculously deep yeah, about it. That's so. funny as you mentioned the AP stuff was in, in high school, I did the AP chemistry, mm -hmm. but that shit was like above <laughs> me, dude. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't do this. And I told my counselor, I had to drop this. And I had to tell my teacher I was going to drop it. And my teacher was like, you know, back in the day, you know, you had that headcount thing. I don't know if you'd have that now. Like if you have a certain amount of students you get paid for or something like that. I don't know. Like if they're in AP programs or whatever. If you have yeah. AP and IB, yeah, it, it, yeah. it's a system. And so, like and so I was like, I was like, I got to drop this. It's like this class. I was like, I ain't going to pass. I was like, I play basketball, girl. I'm like, I can't be ineligible <laughs> <laughs> because I'm failing this AP chemistry. And I remember she was like, if you just come every day do the work, participate. She goes, I will at least give you a C. And I was like, oh, word? I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm not no valedictorian, but if I'm going to pass, all right, this is cool with me, man. I'm yeah. Like, Dude, that is no joke. I love the sciences. I took AP everything. I fucked up all my AP stuff, man, because I was, my parents had moved out here to Colorado, especially like my last two years in high school. Yeah. And so I took all AP classes. I passed all my AP classes and I took, 
zero AP tests because I didn't have the money for it. And I just didn't understand <laughs> how much money it would have actually saved me to come up with that money. Cause I had yeah. money in the bank. I had saved, you know, a few thousand dollars and stuff back yeah. in high school, but I just blew it off. Like, nah, bro, I ain't spending money on taking a test. That's some stupid All shit. that college credit dollar. Go yeah. On. Missed out on it. But I, I will never forget AP chemistry. Cause you're not joking, dude. That one spun me for, I barely pulled off a fucking B minus in that class. <laughs> and I busted my ass. But to this day, it's kind of funny because, um, you know, I'm a teacher now and Mr. Jarl was one of my favorite teachers of all time. And that's uh-huh. what he taught. He taught uh, AP chemistry. My, I believe it was my sophomore year in high school. Or no, maybe junior, sophomore or junior. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, no, that's no joke, dude. That shit is high level. High level for a, a dummy like me, bro. <laughs> when it comes to science, that's just, that's no joke. And then of course, just like I, my... Luke, just like Luke Sixna said, you know, we are not doctors. We are not doctors. <laughs> Funny how much science we actually talk on this show. And yeah. we're letting the cat out of the bag that we don't know shit about science, no, bro. Sure. Like, I just read stuff. I struggled okay. with science in high school, man. <laughs> We talk about it every episode, and I'm about to teach my kids AI. And I just finished climate change; like I'm all in the science world. But yeah, no, I'm not teaching chemistry though. And well, rest chem- assured, rest assured, listeners, that I'm not making any meth anytime soon because <laughs> chemistry was not my jam. So. <laughs> yeah, that will go. That will go super, super south, dude. Um, dang, we're over, Pierce. It's about uh, an hour thirty-six here. Just been kind of yeah, jamming it out and uh, having a good conversation on a Friday. I'm so Our glad we did this. Huh? It was dark at first. Yeah, it did start off dark, didn't it? It definitely started off dark. Well, there's dark shit happening in the world. And we can't deny it. So we keep it real on this podcast. So when dark shit's happening in the world, usually it does creep its way into here. I was surprised yeah. it didn't, with Lacey and everything on last week, I was really surprised that we we didn't actually even get around to talking about that. Yeah. Um, like the, you know, the the Atlanta shootings. And then since then, now we've had the boulder. So hard to, so we started dark, so we might as well end dark. <laughs> <laughs> no man i'm looking forward to the fun facts i'm looking forward to uh doing another one next week with you let's let's work on joella let's work on a couple other guests we've talked about yeah. um get some more people on do some more bullshit and this is it man it's just two regular damn dudes uh yeah. sitting around talking soon enough it's gonna be in person right i mean you got your yes. second vaccine i got my second vaccine in six days i'm invincible bro bro, bro. next week podcast yeah <laughs> yeah no let's talk <laughs> Um, dude. Yeah, it's been fun. It's uh, been real. And I think, Dollar, with that, it's a wrap, sir. Cheers. Cheers.